takes a little bit of reading into. And so, I mean, I'll, 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 I will definitely watch it. Yeah. It does. It does seem pretty strange, but I reckon it, it'll be quite really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's now how's your coffee this morning? What, which one did you have? Mate, I'm I'm back on uh, I'm back on the boy. Big Dave. Oh, you saying that that stuff you can't shift it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, I'm not I don't, I'm not too intertwined with that world to know, but I mean, it's fucking class. So, just buy it in bulk. Mate, you can't do that. I'm gonna go get my notebook quickly because I don't know where it is. All right, what coffee's you? What you boys got? What are we on? Um. Tom did his uh, new one, uh, uh, Obida, Obida, the one he posted yesterday. Oh, shit, I'm going to keep track of that, to be fair. Yeah. I'll have a look now. Mate, look at the new device, AG. Oh! <laughs> Mate, that is high tech. Look, look. Six. <laughs> that is absolute high tech behaviour. Yeah, mate. Is, is it life-changing or not? Uh, well, I haven't swapped it over yet because my um, cars. I want to put it in the case. I don't really trust myself because the screens get scratched so easy as well, eh? Like, and this this is going to last. You're definitely one of them, aren't you? Yeah, but mate, I'm not a person who gets a new phone like if it crashes like this. This is Tom's old one that I managed to get working. My old one's fucked. So, got This one's going to last me at least four or five years. I'm hoping. What is it? Is it the one that I've got? The new one uh, that's 12 mini that is 12 mini mate yeah, mental, isn't that that bit that apple have literally taken over the world yeah this is this is a six so i've doubled <laughs> okay, i remember when you got like i don't know if it was the four or the five no ag got the original iphone i got the oh, iphone yeah. mate. and we all got it we were playing um um happy jump what was yeah, we all did. Oh, good. We all <laughs> <laughs> and AT had it on the bus, and we were like, <laughs> yes. yes. I've still got it at home. Mate, one day that's going to be worth a bit of kit, that. Yeah, be worth honestly. A lot. Sell that at an auction and you make a mint. I don't know if you can buy the charger anymore, though, but imagine being that back up. That'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be unbelievable. Well, I reckon we just fly into it. Like, I'm. I'm yeah, I was going to say, we should have recorded that little bit of conversation. I have. That's oh, it. Is. That, so we'll just fly in. Like, I don't <laughs> want it to be like formal, so we just crack on. I reckon we should go. We go for it. Um, so, Eddie, what have we been meaning about this? No, I don't want to make it that formal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that. Right. Actually, the thing, the thing for me that I found really interesting was I read something quite recently about, um, like, it's not necessarily the British way, but it, the way of how people think. And I th- actually, it might have been Fergus that posted it. It was about like the split of professional, like your professional, your life being worth career and money, and then. I think I've, I've obviously felt fallen into that trap for, for a number of years. So reading around everything to do with Japan, really, that, that sort of re- reignited um, a lot of things. And then it kind of like goes into what the modern way of thinking is now, I guess. But yeah, I saw I mean, that. That, that. That for me is like the most interesting part, I'd say. Yeah, so it was, a, I saw that. Um, it was like, um, it was what, what society is, judged, is judging people yeah. on before. It was like, uh, Wage and or salary and like the wage thing or something like that. Yeah, salary and title. That was it. Yeah. So yeah, job title. And then now it's like it's changing because it's you know your mental well-being. It's um, how much downtime you have. I can't remember the other ones, but um, I think it's completely yeah. changed, hasn't it? Like again, like some of the Ikigai stuff. It's like the nine to five is just completely. It's going. I, Mate, I, I believe be. that. 
you know, obviously you're still going to have the nine to five jobs in the world. But yeah. I think um, even reading some of the sleep books that I've read, you know, teenagers getting up early and early for school, it's just teenagers is the point in your life when you need the most sleep. Mm. So like starting, yeah. so starting at that, that time period in your life, that's when you need the most sleep because you're growing the much and you need the most like, recovery. So it's I think, been like that for, for years. Though. I remember seeing like the school system hasn't changed in, in centuries and, actually now just realizing that that's that's actually not the optimal way for it to to be like to go around it and i'd really think that stuff like this especially a guy that's getting more and more attention is like actually might genuinely have an impact on like the education system and things like that because you know I, I never fit into it and i i just like hated it and stuff like that so <laughs> Really into education or into education and like just the whole school system because obviously being being someone who's not fit into anything really yeah like that you got a real you got to have a balance between like you know it's, it's such an early stage to to dedicate part of your life to to something you might only be interested in for couple of years yeah, I, I completely agree i think I, i've been I've, I've had that sort of mentality as well for well a long time now in terms of like i guess the the educational side of school I, you know there, there are some key skills that you need to learn and i get that like you know from a stem perspective and all that but i think like you just said like the concept of what you need around like mental health well they, they actually just like even like mental health and like you know, just enjoying what you're good at. I guess, like, like you said, you almost go through that system, and you told what you told what you meant to study. You told what you you know you meant to you meant to do after school, go to university, get a job, all that sort of stuff. And there's no real um, give you like communication around the rest of it. Doesn't yeah. give you like, like opportunity, but I suppose it is. Unfortunately, like it's they do try and I think like it's a time when they try and cram cram it in. Like yeah. it's been set up like that for so it doesn't give. It's like I was saying to Tom like the amount I've read like in this period about philosophy like and there's there's people taking philosophy at A-level it's like no way yeah. no way in chance that I was interested in philosophy at A-level but now like what a great thing that I could do now and I yeah start- I think there's there's so many uh sort of I think more than anything school is for the experience like the yeah. being forced to sort of play rugby obviously enjoyed it and things like that but like the little gems of knowledge that like your coaches give you that don't don't stick with you for <clears throat> for that um until you're sort of like five years older and that uh, it comes back and it makes so much more sense and i'm even like dad saying stuff that, that just completely went over the top of my head and like now I actually realize yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> speaking of it is sense here but um. well, i mean nicknaming is a is a man of <laughs> amazing words to be fair <laughs> but it's it's funny because same for me like Whenever Dad would give us encouragement, he, he might not have gone it by the like the best uh, way at the time, but like now we're like, fuck, that's so relevant, yeah. and like that actually like means more than I suppose. We just it's just like stubbornness, I suppose, when we're going up and finding our way or whatever. But yeah. like, yeah, we, we we appreciate it now. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? I sorry. One of the, one of the things that it kind of, it does relate to to Ikigai and like the the Japanese philosophy, but like just basics. I remember being told that in in rugby training, 
like do your basics well <laughs> and it, you'll, yeah. you'll be like not successful but I suppose you will be but the amount of times that's come up in like whether that that'd be doing CrossFit or it'd be my art or something like that just doing like the basics well and like having a solid foundation for 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 whatever you're you want to do it's it's just like goes over your head when I when you you're 15 playing, playing yeah or whatever but really actually that's like that's, that's the the foundation to to what what you want to be good at really yeah I, I completely agree I think I think that's what I love about it. it's like I think the the fact that it strips it all back to you know your bare minimums in terms of what you actually need and then it's like yeah, obviously that, that can relate to anything in life but I mean that's what like you said, it's just such a simple, simple task, but it's so, so like relevant. I, I was on a, a like a, um, a call, like a seminar about like, yeah, like the, the stuff you learn through sport. And that's why we're so lucky, aren't we? Because we've, we've played those team sports and like we've learned, like, you know, we're so lucky that we can communicate like well because we've played rugby or whatever sports we've played. There's so those little skills that we don't think matter yeah. too much actually like uh, uh you know employers place place huge value on those things like hard working like if we if any of us pick put our minds to it like we'll we'll get stuff done so i mean working in the co-op over that first lockdown it's like yes so it's just like you know that's an example and it's it's funny that we're it's we've sort of just realizing that but yeah i've, I've got two questions for both of you yeah. i mean i'll start start with tom um I guess going back to what you just said, like the, the basic scenario, right? If, if you're looking at your mindset in terms of the way you work, like your artwork and stuff like that, do you think that feeds a part into it? Because I guess, you know, you're, it's so intricate and it's so specific to what you want to achieve. Um, yeah. Do you think like that, I guess that concept you just talked about, do you think that feeds into... Yeah, into so, so this is actually where I first sort of it became relevant to me like last year when I started doing these like line drawings because yeah. line like basically it, with art it's sort of there's there's a number of basic principles to art that you have to in uh, they don't do it so much anymore but um in when like the Royal Academy was getting started and, and really really high profile uh, art schools yeah, they would teach you line. They would teach you form. They would teach you like uh, shading and and really really basic things before they'd let you do your own work. And and line yeah. one of those sort of basic principles. It was it it just made sense to me. And they don't teach you that. They don't teach you that at art school anymore. So I I sort of yeah it was just sort of going back to to the basics and. Like it seems so simple to, to like draw a line, but actually you can get really good at drawing a line. And it's weird that you know everyone draws a line differently. It sounds so simple, but it's like it, no, it's, I got you. Yeah, it's one of those things that it you can get really good at, and I just it just sort of resonated with me at, at a time where I just didn't really know what to do with my work and. Um, was definitely sort of taking a step back going back to the basics and, and cracking on with that and, and perfecting that almost uh, so, so yeah it definitely has relevance 
but even more so it's just sort of become more relevant in stuff that I'm interested in yeah that's what I was going to say it's just really interesting like you see obviously you obviously see so many different types of it but I guess when you when you actually when you hear out loud like if you if you if like the man on the street saw a picture of a couple of triangles and didn't have a clue what the context behind it was you wouldn't really know would you and then you have to talk about it understand it it's a it's a different ball game I think that's that's another thing as well it's sort of because it's so simple it's open to so much interpretation yeah um which you know you have to do your your background research and you gotta you gotta look into it a little bit more to to fully understand it and then I think that's that's what's pretty good and that's what I like about the work that I'm doing at the moment is that there there is a line drawn to the interpretation that you can put on it but you know it it offers so much more than I ever intended it to so yeah it's sort of reducing back to the basics that open that can can offer yeah more, if, you, if you know what I mean hundred um, percent so yeah very yeah. intriguing yeah and um, Sam I was gonna ask you obviously the way I guess your profession right it's um if you if we go back if we go back to like what I was talking about and like profession like job like title salary like key motivators right now I guess that's probably in terms of sport that's what a lot of people chase is like you know being the best in something or being being like you know England 10 let's say how do you balance that side of it now obviously I know now you're probably a lot more intertwined with how to deal with stuff and obviously with everything that's gone on but what 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 do you think you can learn from this or what do you put into this that 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 helps you yeah I suppose a lot this comes down to motivation, doesn't it? A lot of a lot of people are motivated by external factors like um, money, and you know they want to play for clubs, so they'll, they'll actively <clears throat> you know strive for that. But but for me, like it's never it's never really been a job for me. Like yeah, you know if, if someone yes, it is my job, and um obviously like it's unbelievable that, that I can do that, get paid for it you earn a living off it like it's actually mad if you actually think about that like I've said to mum on a regular basis like how mad it is um, yeah that I'm doing what I enjoy doing the most living on this planet <laughs> and that's it's a reality so um I, I definitely I definitely yeah some people are definitely motivated by 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 the cash and will go you know you see players you know um speaking to a few people on our on our me and Moxie's podcast the rugby one you know, Tom Savage and, and those players going to Japan, you know, yes, there's a lifestyle and the, the rugby isn't as, as aggressive, but, you know, it's great money and you're doing less work. So yeah. that makes sense. You know, back in the career, that's why it's so attractive for people. So, yeah, how do I balance it? Well, yeah, I think I've definitely, you know, past two years, I'd say, like, become more balanced in terms of rugby's not anything and that's helped my mindset in rugby as well because, I'm playing it to enjoy it. I'm not playing it to, to get stressed about it, you know, uh, which I have done in the past and yeah. overthought things and, and, and been really hard on myself. So I've, I've definitely taken a step back in that sense, but I think there's, there's still, you know, getting to the gym and like just, it's what I enjoy doing, working my socks off and working, uh, 
working until like you know it sounds really weird to say been. <laughs> literally was going to say exactly that you know and i think that's rubbed off on this one as well so um, <laughs> a little bit yeah I, I i enjoy that i like i literally i love that and it's mm. something that i quite early on you know back in august had to get my head around right that's not going to happen for a while <laughs> so yeah um but definitely just last two years you know uh, going to bedford and, and in a new environment um and uh yeah, I think it comes down to the motivation of it. Um, some people lose track of the enjoyment of it. And that's, you know, that's speak about Ikigai and the Japanese influence. Like it's, um, I think it's important to have other stuff which has also settled me down in inside the profession. Uh, so in Tom's case, you know, he's got his CrossFit and, and his art. That's two things, you know, he's highly interested in. And, yeah, Do you like but, CrossFit? Huh? Does he like CrossFit? <laughs> Hopefully, mate, you're CrossFit master. <laughs> Sorry, uh, to go in there. That's that's one of the things. I suppose we'll talk about it a bit more. But having those yeah. of interests outside of your, your your main one, I think that's helped me just to chill out and <clears> just again, it's like giving me a new sort of perspective on things. Um, heard a few like funny quotes like last year, like you know, at the end of the day, if you're training all week and playing shit on a Saturday then the training's irrelevant. Like, yes, to extent, it's like you get paid to do a job on a Saturday. You know, that, and that's, a, that's something that I'd never heard before. And it was yeah. never, I never comprehended that. Like, so um, it's not, not to say that you're not, you're not going to progress. And I, I love, I love testing myself and improving myself. But um, yeah, that, that was, you know, certain things like that, things you hear and, and just provide that, that secondary view on, on, on things and how you go about things. Because what do you think? So if you guy like I'll be reading the stuff, and there's a book on it which I've really enjoyed. Um, how how high do you place having other interests? I think obviously I think it's a it's a lifelong thing, isn't it? It's discovering what else you're keen to do and other interests. Um, how how highly do you value it and having other interests outside your profession? Mate, I don't think it's. Hard. I don't think you can even comprehend how much you need it. I think I've like, I think going through what I've got, like, I guess obviously, you know, like obviously what is not known for a long time. And I've always had like a pretty obsessive mindset in terms of if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So it's yeah. always like when I first started working, you know, there was, there was pretty minimal things apart from working that I was doing. So like for a couple of years and all I'd do is like, I'd wake up at five, get into the gym, go to work, probably write myself off on the night, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it on weekend. Like that was like a consistent routine for me for a good number of years. And, you know, it, it paid off in itself. Like I was making a lot of money in that, in that sense. Um, but there was like, I'd say zero to, to 2% happiness of, of what I was actually achieving out of it. So I think obviously the older you get, the more nat- like naturally that the more sort of, perspective that you have in, in 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 general life but as soon as i sort of start branching out like like for example like rugby you know I, I i lost love for rugby when i first moved out to london and i just like kind of let that subside and just didn't play it and then as soon as i started playing it a little bit even if it was like one-off game for a oh, mate's club or, or whatever it just gives you that release um and like for me for like i'm on the crossfit master but when i was going to the gym it was again it was a case of that was part of my routine to work it wasn't yeah. part of my routine to release so as soon as i started started like looking at things differently and, and started to enjoy training again obviously that's that's fair that's, that's not down to tom and and like 
doing different courses and like working pro bono and uh, getting involved with charities, all that sort of stuff. That's when I really started to realise that's what you actually that's what you're actually interested in. And like I've got a, like a, a massive list now of bucket list things that I want to do. Um, like when I go to New York and stuff like that. So I think just generally being in a place where you want to you want to explore as opposed to you need to explore. I think that's that's probably where I'd say the the key thing is. Um, but yeah, mate, I, I I can't even describe how much people need it. And I think I, I also think it's something that like people need to learn because like if you look at like pre-lockdown, right, and you look at your social life, like my social life was like it's a weekend, I'm gonna go for a drink, and that's pretty much all I do. Like there's no there was nothing else to it. Whereas if you look at lockdown, we're like cycling to Kent for a coffee, <laughs> and like yeah. You know, all okay. these mad, all these mad things that you would never, you'd never even dream of doing that in in, in normal think, times. So that's quite an interesting point, and I, I sort of like the way I think about it is like if you take away <clears throat> stuff that you you think you'd enjoy, but realistically, it's not it's not going to be good for you. But you know, if it's like the idea of reduction again, if you reduce everything that you have access to you sort of rely on other things that, that are at your fingertips to, to make you happy. Like it doesn't, you, you know, you need a bike and coffee yeah. to cycle to Kent. And we well, don't need coffee. Though. We, well, no, you, <laughs> you, don't, you don't, but you know, the main purpose we remember is to make coffee. <laughs> but like you, you can, you can really make them. Yeah. It's just like making the most of the, the stuff that you have. And, and when you have access to everything, it's it, you don't think about that almost i think 100 i think i think that also feeds into like the money aspect of it i think mm. like when things are so accessible for you like when you when you make a lot of money and you can buy happiness or like i guess you almost get i know people say you can't buy happiness but you almost try to because it's not necessarily because you want to but just because you can like yeah. if you've got if you've got the cash to disposable to you to, to get whatever you need on a new tv or a new whatever you kind of just do it whereas if you don't have that, you have to find something interesting to sort of take your mind into different places, which like the cycling for me was huge. It was class. Um, but I would never have cycled. My last cycle, in fact, before before that was one run Central Park and one was a wine tour. So <laughs> like, that gives you context of like I've got no idea how to cycle. Um, but it was amazing. But but as well, you know, that isn't that today's uh, like society it's the pursuit of like consumerism almost it's yeah because we've got so much you know we're, we're in the fortunate position we, we can buy these things to have these experiences but again you know, the books and stuff that I've been reading you know it's, it's like Tom says like it's making the most of what you have and yeah if, if we're going deep you know the best thing we have is now it's what we're doing now and being present and you know this is brilliant we're like, having these conversations that we want to have um, but uh, oh, going back to um, your your sort of first four or five years, in yeah. Do you not think are you also grateful for that struggle to get where you are now? Because I think a lot of people, um, it's essential to have struggle. And you know, if, my personal example: if I hadn't been so hard on myself and had a really really bad relationship with my kicking practice and certain things in rugby, I don't think I obviously I've still got that to go, but. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, I think it's essential you have that struggles, and I think it's it's been said quite widely. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. sorry, go on. I think I think obviously I think when I first when I first moved down, I was speaking to you for a bit. Like, 
and I, I didn't, I didn't even hate it really. Like I think I was on like 15k, which is outrageous, and I didn't, I didn't even know what I was doing. I remember like I'd come home, I'd have like a tenner a week to spend, and normally I'd, I'd just get peer pressured to go out, and you'd be out with like older boys and like people who been there done that you buy two beers and that, that'd be my money like for the week on um <laughs> yeah. so pretty much yeah i think i think having that struggle is for me was was key because it made you like, appreciate what you sort of get out of it um and also like you sort of learn how to deal with dark times i think it's a different dark times to what i've like naturally referred to in the past but just being able to sort of navigate life with minimal <laughs> and sort of getting getting through it and all, all that side of it and, and again like i i still placed i think i was still paying like 100 quid for the gym at that point and i didn't have 100 quid to spend on the gym but that for me was like a non-negotiable and even like that little that little mindset tip there for me was you can't just you can't just like let yourself go to an extent because you need that in your life to 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 be productive um but yeah, I've, I've got some pretty mild stories about what I did. I, mean, I remember once I was in a pretty bad place. Like I didn't have anything. And um, I think the lads were going to like some casino gig. And I'd, I remember going in there with a fiver. Uh, and I'd managed to win like a bet to to get... Like, it was like a... I think we were playing fives. And the winner of the fives got, got the money to, to, get, to go for red or black. And I won it. And I, and I, and I won... And I actually won like... I think it was like close to like 600 quid on um, <laughs> on the gig. And I just remember like feeling like this is amazing. But also everyone was just like, you spend out like that. <laughs> <laughs> I need this. And just smoke bombed. <laughs> oh, um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think, I think all that sort of stuff's key. And I don't believe, I think if you get things easy, or not get things easy, but I think if you just sort of walk into a, a sort of job or a, a a situation without going through the hardships to an extent it doesn't really you don't really feel the benefit of it because mm. I think it's a lot harder if you sort of if you're in that position at the start and then you find yourself you know a couple of years down in like a, in a pretty dark dark hole it's a it's a lot to climb out of because you sort of get reliant on that lifestyle um and, but I, in, in no way in hell am I trying to claim that I've gone throughout the struggles of a lot of people think me wrong but I guess it's all concept, contextualized, but um, you know, yeah, hundred percent is what is, is my point. That's fair enough. Um, definitely, definitely. Did you say that you had to go through that? So if say Ike guy is the end goal, yeah, and that sort of four pillars of balance. Did you say that to get to that you have to prioritize one, like one of the pillars? Do you know what I mean? So like there's the the mission your passion the profession and your uh relation yeah like would you say that like you have yeah, to, like, would you have to focus on get to to the end goal i don't know you know it's an interesting really interesting question um i guess i think to an extent maybe mission i'd say if you, if, you, if i had to pick one that you you want to sort of focus on because mm. when i say mission i think you need like a mission in, in what you want to do in life i guess like it'd be good to get your boys opinions on it but i think if you have if you have a place that you want to be and like i guess the person that you want to be is probably the more more to the point than 
the rest of it sort of fits around it, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but like all of it's really important. Like passion, I think passion can be misleading to an extent sometimes because yeah. you can be passionate about something. Like you'd probably like love to spend your t- you probably love to spend your life like doing mad charity events, right? And <laughs> that that would be amazing from a self perspective and like giving back to the world and you know you'd be incredible but would that be able to sustain a lifestyle it, you know there's, there's there's the balance there i'd say but what, what about your thoughts what do you reckon yeah i think it's um it's it's sort it's quite difficult to to um to to put it into words when i sort of haven't really experienced any of it obviously like to me the the idea of ikigai is like the end goal um but at the moment i've i've really just been doing what i love <laughs> and yeah. like the 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 row is an example like yeah it, it it was it was doing you know i i enjoyed doing it the world needs it because they need charity events it's i'm well, i suppose i'm not very good at rowing but i wasn't being paid for it yeah so like it's it's sort of it's quite difficult to tick all of them boxes, but in some sense, I don't think that it's, it's necessary to do that like all of the time, but then, you know, you gotta, you gotta find somewhere else to sort of make up for it almost. I'm not, I'm not too sure to be honest. It's sort of, yeah, it's difficult to, to put into words, but. It's interesting though, because obviously you're, you're, I guess you're at the stage where, you're going through like the molding like of what you want it like the world's royster to an extent I mean that's a bit yeah. of a cliche statement but um like what what do you what's the odd like if, if you had to look at yourself in three years time what would you want to look back on and say like this is this is the pillar that I'd I've really honed in on I think for me at the moment it's sort of I want to experience I want to I want to have experiences that I can look back on and look at look at them as if I've learned from them. Um, and I suppose it, f- for me at the moment, that's almost the the passion aspect of it. Like you have to, yeah. sounds cliche again, but following your heart. Like, I feel like to have experiences, to make mistakes, to learn from your mistakes, you have to follow your heart. Um, and obviously that's, that's, that's one that's going off on, on one one aspect of it but I, I really do think that that's that's something that it, it gets thrown around a lot and people do do it and people can make you know they can make their their life doing that but it's it's definitely something that I think is is I would say from my point in my life that that's what when yeah, I, you want to experience all yeah, that when I, when I want to experience yeah and I think that's a good, <clears throat> it's a good way to go again. Like following your gut, following your gut instinct. You follow, yeah. You follow your happiness. Like in this, the Ekko book, you know, it's the pursuit of happiness, isn't it? And and you, you can make that happen. But at the same time, I think in 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 society, like fitting in, earning earning some money on the side, you'll have to go through those struggles. But at the end of the day, the end goal is the pursuit of happiness and, and following those experiences. I think and that's a good way to go. I think as long as it's kind of like, it's almost like enlightenment, isn't it? When you realize yeah. that, what am I actually doing? 
and then you 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 put in, in things in place to get to that place mm. like oh because you've you've changed your mindset you've changed your habits now i think that's in the, that pursuit isn't it i'd say yeah it's conducive to what i want to want to actually want to achieve yeah. um yeah i was, I was, I was gonna ask that to you in terms of like like Tom just said there like you, obviously you've got it's almost like a fail fast learn quick mentality what what do you think are the key experiences that you've gone through in your journey to to i guess you know your, your headspace now to five years ago is completely different right obviously knowing you relatively well um, yeah, I think there's, there's, there's stuff that carries over, like, again, the influence of dad on um, on just, like, it's, it's funny now because we've made, made a bit of a joke of it, but, like, dig in and... Get in, dig in. Yeah, <laughs> get in, dig in. Get in, dig in, tune in. But, but, like, I relate that to, like, right, the next job. And it's, like, as soon as this that diagnosis happened, like, I was, like... Roger that. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, it, again, it's difficult for me to completely process it all like even now like you know because I've told you like I don't have anything to physically I'm okay and I have been from the start at, at rest you know day to day I'm very lucky in that sense so it's for me it's next job right and it's I just saw it as a massive opportunity to to better myself and like do stuff away from the rugby field like it's something that I've been interested in doing like with my in the inverted commas like my branding and documenting myself and what I'm up to providing value for a few people which I've done and I'm continuing to do and I want to do that through doing these little little pods and like just review of other people so I think it was right I just I personal quote that I just live by like everything's opportunity like every, you can turn everything like flip it on its head and right okay this has happened but I can do this okay I can't do that but I can read 30 pages a day and, yeah. you know, gain knowledge and experience that way while I'm at home, <laughs> while I can't force myself to be thrown up in a bin, you know? So I, mean, I, I just find it really interesting because I think like we've both had pretty obsessive, well, I guess all three of us had pretty obsessive mindsets at the start. And I remember like early days when you were playing rugby and it was like, you used to get fucking so annoyed if you didn't do one thing right out of a hundred things yeah. like from a kicking perspective and like now just hearing you talk about things so so differently yeah for sure <laughs> it's like it's it's just an interesting it's just it's just really interesting to, to almost hear um because mm-hmm. i guess obviously you know just knowing you for so long like it's 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 always been that you know perfectionist I lifestyle think, i think it was like fear of failure as well like that, yeah that phrase gets chucked around in the psychology world and i think i just wanted to be I wanted to be kick everything. I wanted to tackle everything. I wanted to nail all the passes. Like, and it was, it was like, oh, you know, and then that would spark overthinking and internalizing. And it just wasn't, wasn't great. But again, like if I hadn't gone through that, I don't think I'd be, and I'm looking forward to see where it takes me like over the next, like hopefully when I get back to playing and stuff. So yeah, it, it is interesting for sure. And it's funny that we are, we all have that obsessive gene. <laughs> yeah. This, this is definitely. one of the things that I wanted to mention. Um, yeah. I think we were, we were going to talk about it anyway, but the, the uh, Wabi Sabi, it mentions it at the end of the Ikigai book. And uh, it's basically accepting the imperfections. And I've been reading, well, listening to Matthew McConaughey's Greenlight book. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, I really want to read that. It's it's incredible, mate. Honestly, so many yeah. life stories, and it's just um, yeah, it's it's. I think with everything that's gone on in the past, what five six months, that has been something that has almost resonated. Like I've literally thought about that every single day, because yeah. In, whether that be in my art, whether it be in training, whether that be in like making coffee <laughs> or like literally anything. Because it's sort of, especially with Sam and, and the way that he went about just cracking on, yeah. like, turning turning a red light green, I think is just so like, I don't know, it's just inspiring really. And, and it's something that is... I think so many people can learn from, um, you know, with me and my art, it's become really prevalent with sort of just when something goes wrong, accepting that that's part of it. Yeah. And that trans can like transfer into everyday life as well. It's sort of, you know, something goes wrong with Sam's case, diagnosed with cancer, crack on that's That's a good story for the future <laughs> you know 100%. yeah i think for, for me anyway wabi sabi has become it's just like there's it's sort of daily routine it's something that i've had more days thinking about than not in the past sort of six months because uh, would you say that's that sort of is there any way that that you've have you heard about that saying or is it something yeah you know absolutely i, I was, I was gonna ask like i guess because there's, there's two sides to that isn't it? like accepting it and then I think it's interesting because beforehand you always try to like re- resurrect it and like you're always trying to like fight to, for it not to happen again like I'm trying to think of like a really small example um, actually yeah so right what one it's really <laughs> stupid but um, uh, like I went ice skating not long ago and mate I cannot ice skate like I was falling over and like two seconds, three, two minutes in, like I was just, I literally on my back and like, as opposed to just trying to accept it and you've got, I've gone, I've gone, I've gone hour, I've gone hour of my life here to, to enjoy it regardless of what I do. As opposed to like accepting the fact that I can't do it and learning from it, I just sold like a little child and just basically like just didn't do anything for an hour. I know that's a really, really tiny example, but I think that's, that's where the mindset comes into it. Whereas, you know, it's always about like constant continuous improvement. Um, yeah. And like, you know, you're not, you, some, some things you just can't control. And like at, the, at that time I couldn't control being able to, to be the best at something, which, which for me was like imperative to success. Whereas it's not, it's just about like those little wins in life. Um, yeah. And obviously I know that's like a pretty rogue example to, to, to what I'm trying to, trying to say, but I think even the example, though- yeah. It just it's an example of how it can be introduced into everyday life. Yeah. And it's a, it's also a good example of how small it can get. And it, it's it, it almost makes it more relevant to people, I think. If it can be related to something so small, it can it's such a, a huge set such a such huge possibilities that you know relating it to something as small as not being able to ice skate is Mate, exactly know. and I even like when I was, when I went, when I started training with you, I was I remember ringing Soundpile. I was like, "Mate, what is going on? I can't." <laughs> I how is Tom out training me? Like in my head, I'm I was like this twenty year old ugly like who could train and he could smash it, 
I just had to accept it. I just had to accept the fact that mm. I'm a broken 25 year old who can't actually bend. And then, you know, then, then you, then you start to improve. Um, yeah. It's also a term that I've, I've um, taken on board very heavily, like acceptance for what is. And again, that stems from this whole Ikigai perspective and uh, Buddhism influence as well. I think, you know, if you, like you said, if you don't accept what is, you've got that resistance and you're always pushing back. And again, yeah. that resistance is only, is only created in your head. Like no matter what beliefs you've had, you know, that's self-generated. Um, so to eliminate that, you're already on the steps to becoming happier um, and, and you know, get, getting back on the horse, you know? Mm. Um, so I, I think that's really cool. And again, it's, <clears throat> You know the the little slogan for the Ikigai book is the Japanese secret to a long and happy life, and I think all the stuff we've talked talked about is stems from that that sort of tree, doesn't it? I think that is something that everyone has to learn, and I think again coming back to that struggle, everyone has to have, I believe. Yeah, there's, there's another part that I was really interested about. It was like the excite. I think it was phrased the excite excitement excitement of complacency, like not knowing the uncertainty of, of, of what you're going to do and again like in that for me that's something that's really interesting because it's probably a thought process that used to scare me quite a lot a couple of years back like I wanted to know what was going on in the next couple of years whereas now that that for me is quite interesting like I, I quite like not the like not knowing what's going to happen but I'm excited about it, if that makes sense yeah mm. um where are you guys um, yeah so I, I can relate that like, um, so the book I'm reading now is, um, again, all about mindset and, and athletes and looking at the high performance. And I think that relates a little bit to um, uh, going against stuff that you don't necessarily know. And it's that pursuit of necessarily being beaten once or twice. And then that excitement of, of climbing the ladder <clears throat> and overcoming yeah. it. And it's that uncertainty. Okay. And I think um, the book, it talks about like, <clears throat> you know, video games are based on this. You know, video games it like nurtures you like learning the game learning all the moves or whatever and then it, it gets harder and harder and you know um again another quote of the book it's like you know you fall seven times you rise eight and i love that it's i, I like that as well i just, I just uh, <laughs> refresh my memory on that and um i think that's class like it's it's yeah. the excitement of the pursuit but again that i think that's what separates you know people it's like if if people fall like that four or five times, they'll just they'll just suck it. Yeah, they won't, won't get back up. Yeah. So no, nah, I think I, I resonate with that a lot. And um, you know what the 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 Michael Jordan quote is like, or the Kobe quote is like, you know, I've missed like thousands and thousands of times yeah. in my career, and it's only when you look at that big picture, it's like that back end the the career where he's most successful. You know, you've got all that of the like oh, the, yeah. I'm going with this tree analogy a lot. Maybe it's because it's, it's got the iceberg. a tree. Yes, the, yes, <laughs> the iceberg. You know, tip of the iceberg, and then it's you know games. Games he's lost. Games he's games he's you know missed the last shot. Yeah, missed the last shot. All those little things, and it's again that I suppose there is a perfectionism um, in that and wanting to achieve and wanting to get better and eliminate those. But that's where where he's got to. So I think um, in a roundabout way, I think yeah. That's how I look at it. Um, it's that excitement, not knowing um, what's around the corner, 
and, and challenging yourself, which we take for granted in terms of a sporting, um, yeah, not necessarily sporting, but you know, um, in this context of sporting, um, yeah, one that pursuit for wanting to get better and improving, and, um, that challenge yourself, yeah, not not knowing, and then the excitement when you do, and the excitement of the the mm. pursuit. I also think there's, uh, I think balance is a very easy term to say, but very difficult to achieve. But the idea of, of worry savvy and sort of the accepting the imperfections has to be taken sort of, you're not aiming for imperfections. <laughs> you're like, you, you, I think that, you know, you want to aim for perfection. Yeah, you want to do your best, but then arriving at imperfection is is you've got to accept that. Uh, but I think um, again, there's something that that Dad always used to tell us is like, you, you, there's no point if you're not if you're going to do something, you need to give it a hundred percent. And I think that's also like relates to to the to, to all of this and being, you know, it's it's yeah. Some something that that you need to have a balance with, and if you don't reach that that you know end goal, then then realizing where you are is you've still learned so much, and and you're you're better off than when you started almost. So that that is um, a quote that I've read in my my book, like the Zen Buddhist, which I think what that is manifested itself in is like they use the example like in meditation. You know, if you're not if you're not completely and utterly got the right intention and you're not hundred percent in it, then your mind is just going to wonder and you're not going to get very much out of it. Mm. And they use the phrase like, you know, if you're making a fire and you're burning the wood, you know, you don't want the wood just to like burn half. You want to be left yeah. with ashes at the end of it. Mm. And it's the same type. Oh, we're dropping some gems here. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is some serious chat there. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's stuff that I've read and it's like, I'm seeing kind of, the basic stuff and like I said like that that phrase that we've always used like if you're not going to do a job what, properly why, why do it at all like it's that you want at the end of it you want it to be ashes yeah. and we can relate that to training you know yeah. sick in the bin that's maybe not yeah. the most you know um, but that's your that's your end goal right like, like anyone's end goal can be whatever that whatever they yeah. need to be but I, I think that's another cool little um, little, little sort of takeaway um, that, that I think is, is good to live by and, and even if it's something that you're not, you know, not that um, basic tasks again. Yeah, like Dad always <laughs> used to do it, like just stuff like loading the dishwasher. It's like if you're not going to do it properly, then don't do it. Stuff like that, like, just washing up. It's just, it's just so true though. Like, there's, it's like I think it almost, it's almost just time waste more than anything. Like if you, if you, if you're going to start cleaning, like for me, if I'm going to clean the flat. The old me, like two years, three years ago, would probably like dust a few things, maybe start on yeah. dishes, then get bored and stop. And then, like now, if the fat isn't clean, when I'm trying to clean it, I will go mad in my head. <laughs> um, but I think I think your point about balance is really interesting. Something that I definitely haven't known. Like I am no way, you know, in in that mind space to an extent. Like I still find it really hard to find balance in a lot of things. Um, It'd be interesting to like know what you know how do you go about it? how how do you how do you sort of get to, to that headspace where 
you know, if you, you almost accept it, not accept it, but you know, you've got that in its in in your locker to to work with. I, I'm going to say, I, I <laughs> going on about this, and I I, do, I really do think it's trial and error. <laughs> like yeah. through experiences, through experience. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. And um, so I, I've, I've, I'm quite lucky that I've got into this mindset fairly early in my life that I can do that. But yeah, I think definitely it's, it's through trial and error, and also looking at other people and seeing using those as as guides or, or and guidelines to to seeing how far you you reckon you can push it you know yeah um i think fergus when he came on to the row he mentioned he was saying like it's again having that balance and yeah this is uh sort of more more of a training analogy um but listening to your body get like just not being daft with it really <laughs> yeah it's it's that having having that sort of knowledge and experience experience to to know when you're going over the line um, but i think you only you only know that line once you've gone over it once yeah. you get there yeah yeah do you know what I mean? absolutely so again it comes back to that experience and mm-hmm. the struggle of when you push you know the struggle when you've gone over that line and you've pulled something like i've definitely done that Oh yeah, probably that's my kicking, just kicking into my groin, they're just absolutely shattered. Like, yeah, in bit. Yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> I don't need to make this happen. Like, I don't, I don't need this. <laughs> yeah, I only, I only realised that because I went there and went above and beyond. Yeah, I think another the interesting thing I was reading about was like, obviously, if you if you if you if you look at the the norm that we talked about at the start, like profession, title. And then you then try to amalgamate this, you know, this new lifestyle, right? There's, there's a, there will be a point, I guess, where there's a feeling of emptiness because you're not achieving what you used to achieve in some capacity. Whether, you know, whether that's, wherever that is, you know, I guess you've got to deal with it. You've got to put, you've got to put it in your head, you've got to put it in your locker and, and, and sort of get free with that. I imagine for a lot of people that'd be quite hard, right? Because you've gone from, let's, you, you know, where, wherever, wherever it is. So let's say you're a, president of a, of, of a business you're making a lot of cash you've got you've got a decent life from from your headspace for what that used to be and then you're trying to move into this new new sort of way of living something's got to give because naturally you know, something will give and you will find the happiness i guess i'm, I'm talking about the journey like you're in, you're in the middle of this journey not quite there at the end do you think that feeling of emptiness or like feeling of nothingness to an extent is is good enough to, to push through for a lot of people? Or do you think that's, do you think that's like this, this, the point where people stop and go, right, I'm, I'm either in or out. I'm either going, I'm either going to continue this journey and, and get to where I want to be, or it's going to spiral them into out of control, either go very bad or, you know, try to backtrack into where they need to be. I think for me, um, I view that, again, it's this Japanese influence talks about anti-fragility, being that you know, if you've got multiple um, things that you enjoy and you've found yeah. and they can be constant, then that ultimate ikigai, you can almost um, it doesn't put it on such a pedestal. So even if it's not going well, I think 
something like that scenario, I think, can be um, dealt with better. So the you might disagree with me. I think that'd be good to have this discussion. Like in the Ikigai, you know, this island where Ikigai is like this hotbed and it has been studied a lot. It's this place, I don't know if you read about it, it's this place where it's got the highest population of people over 100. Yeah. Again, longest living the longest life. And this idea of anti-fragility, so they, again, it's having multiple sources of income. So a lot of them have their own gardens and sell their produce at the local market alongside yeah. other roles. Um, so they can do that at the weekend. Uh, it's quite a nice little idea. You see, you know, these little Japanese people, you know, in their in their gardens, I quite like that. Um, so I think, yeah, you're pursuing this this your sort of main guy, but I think having these other sources of happiness and these other little processes that allowed you to be mindful to live in the present, I think yes, that end goal is is might be your your be all and end all. But if you have these other things, you know other ring, rings to the ladder what do you think what do you think about that i, I don't disagree with that and i guess i'm just playing devil's advocate right because we've yeah. already shoot dog haven't we um and you look at like japanese culture on the other extreme is is very much like you work you work your socks off till and you, you're not you're not you know if you, you're not leaving till your boss leaves sort of thing right and yeah yeah i think that's 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 what i'm talking about in the sense of right you've got you've got one extreme you've got the other extreme mm where's the middle ground there and if you're in that middle ground and you know you've talked about your tom just mentioned then like looking at other people for, for sort of inspiration and and, and and understanding of how to deal with stuff right if i'm if i'm in that middle middle space there as a in, in that cultural sort of dilemma you almost see you don't see that middle ground do you, you either see like you either go into tokyo or, or or a big city and 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 work your socks off or you try to live this other life um, and I'm not saying this I'm not saying you know, that that's all you can do but I yeah. guess that's the analogy that I'm using for for the wider for the wider world is you know if, if you're in that middle space now how do you, you know, how do you deal with it and and is it is it you know for me personally I, I'd, I'd I'd look at it as like having short-term goals right and and sort of like ticking like a tick box exercise like this is what I want to achieve this week two weeks one month you know that's that's the way I'd personally deal with it but you know for a lot of people that can be if you if you if you like if you if you're used to a, a fast chasing lifestyle of I want immediate results, it's a lot harder to then strip that back down to you know I want to clean my flat by the end of Tuesday. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's a it's a different mindset. For sure, but again, like okay, you, you've failed to get to that goal three or yeah. four times. Again, it's like like a quote we just said earlier, like you fail seven, seven times, you get up eight. And yeah. yes, I think it's good to have that goal. Yeah, there's two sides, isn't there? Like, it's like go hard or go home or, and, and realize, I think it's like knowing exactly what you're actually trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it, is it the money so you can go and do this or outside of work? Or is it because that role is ultimately completely suited to you and, it's going to open opportunities so i think i think i think you can it's very hard to have both what i'm trying to say yeah i agree i agree um and i know that the japanese culture you know um i suppose asian culture you know you look at like even again try not to go back to sports so much but like the divers at the olympics we know how disciplined they are and 
maybe it's the pressure, you know. Certain weightlifters as well. That's yeah. All they have. Weightlifters. It's like, you know, they're so on it. And, you know, I know the divers and, and the weightlifters have so many medals at the Olympics, for example. It's Well, it's like that. Uh, I remember it's, it, it's um, watching, I don't know, it was at Rio, I think it was. I'm not too sure. But it's like seeing that the, the Tom Daly getting like third or something and being so happy with that. And the fact that this um, uh, Chinese diver had got second, and he was upset. Straught, yeah, he, he, as well. He'd, you know, that's his entire life. Um, but Ugni, going back to your point, I think it's get like peaks and troughs in it. It's sort of looking at your journey in the bigger picture and realizing that there's there's going to be this is actually this is this is my point from coming from a like I've n- I haven't experienced this I've never I haven't been to like the extremities that, that you and Sam have um I'd say I'm I'm still in very early stages of, of my journey I'm still on the sort of I'm still I'm still fairly at a peak but it's like being with with peaks and troughs it's, it's looking at your your life as a as a timeline and realizing that you're going to be in in thing things are going to be shit and and really tough but realizing that it's that's not going to be forever yeah um and it's within your own willpower to get out of that um it's like when you know when we were doing the row and, and max came on and was saying like there's going to be times when you're going to be feeling awful, but that's not going to last forever. You know, 24 hours is a long time, but it's going to be over. It's a long time. Yeah. I don't know if you agree, Sam, but like, like the age that you're at now and the perspective that you have, if I had that, <laughs> that age, I would have killed for it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's mental. And it's, I think it's so good that, that you have it because that's i mean that's where you that's where you fall that's where you fall hard is when you know you have that obsessive like perfectionist mindset and when you fall you fall hard and like when something goes wrong you fall hard it's just like you said it's it's the ability to to naturally understand what's happening accepting it to an extent and, and and start the journey of improvement whereas if you just look at it as this is a this my end goal is to win and you know, you could do ninety nine percent of of what you want to you set out to achieve, but it's not one hundred percent. Yeah, that's when you go right. That's when you either go really, really steep, or yeah, or you or you, or you build back up. That's that's where the stuff. You know, I'd say I'm on a high right now. Like I, I have made this a good situation, but it's when I get back to the real life and stuff don't go my way. That's when application of this stuff you know i'm not saying it's been happy all the way through of course it hasn't been but uh, yeah i can completely i I agree it's it's that's when your true sort of you know your true colors are showing up isn't it and that's when um that's when yeah when time gets tough and 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 you can tap into these things um but that's what i like about the whole japanese influence it's to open my eyes to these this way of living and and that's why we, we're having this conversation and that's why we're yeah. so interested in it isn't it I, I guess i guess a challenging question but um probably do it anyway is i guess you know the if you had to pick you know 
it doesn't have to be in, in recent times, but you know, I guess a dark, dark place that you've been in, right? And maybe you didn't have this um, perception of you know what Japanese culture is. It, obviously, the thought the thought process of what this looks like is is always going to be there naturally. But how have you used it, or what would you have liked to have used at the time? Um. Yeah, there's definitely a few scenarios I've been in. I've been so angry that I've missed kicks here and there. Uh, yeah, rugby's perspective. And I've come home and just like, just being just, just angry and threw my keys at the wall and chipped the wallpaper off. And yeah, uh, over something that's, you know, in the lava pitch. I think we won the game as well. Like, it's <laughs> mental, isn't it? Um, I think. I'm just trying to think of a, of a, of a, a non-sporting um, example. Um, I think I think the acceptance what is is what I'd I'd go back to. I think you need yeah. you need times, those times to process things and be angry because we're we're humans. You need to feel those emotions. Otherwise, why would they exist? So I think you need yeah. to process it and you need to go through that. But as soon as you sort of, you know, you, you come round and you see the bigger picture, that's hard. And I think that, but it takes time. It's like, you know, a couple of days where I've been frustrated that I haven't been able to do exercise or recently, you know, my sort of a go-to would be just have a distraction, like go and play Xbox. Like, well, I just want to play Xbox and just eat some shitty food. I think that's okay. I think, you know, when you haven't been in a situation where, okay, like if alcohol's involved, it's like, you know, some people I imagine would just turn to alcohol and want that escape. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, thankfully, uh, hopefully I never go to that. And I don't think I will because um, I know that that's not, that that's not a um, good way of going about it. Um, yeah. but this, this is what intrigues me. Like I, I, I want you know, going back to the real world and, um, I think enlighten, enlightenment is a it's a very strong word, but the new perception of, perception I've had on things over the past six months, I'm intrigued to see how it affects going back to the real world, you know, um, and facing some some real challenges or some hardships. So I think I just find it intriguing, and yeah, I'm the boss of I'm the boss of my what I'm going through and how I how I treat my body, how I go about certain things so just all about the journey mate and I genuinely like I've loved the reading and the knowledge and and making this um an inspiration for people and documenting it so yeah I don't think there's I think once you're in those dark times it's it's real hard to see what you can do to help yourself for sure yeah but that's where you know I've tapped into to my inner circle um, I've, 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 I've got things that I can go to that I know, okay, I'm just... Like gonna... having those having those like releases to an extent, like having... I guess it's almost like having a process around it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that, that would be my main... What are you be having, yeah. having stuff that you know you could just, like, just get into. Some people it might be, like, smashing a whole bar of Galaxy. Fine. <laughs> Some people are like... Oh, Galaxy. Yeah, I haven't had Galaxy in ages. <laughs> Yeah, having releases and I think 
for us again it's sport biased because we'd probably go and smash out a, a, a disgusting leg session or like, yeah I, I think I think that's a that's a good point uh, having releases but then taking it relating it to sorry relating it to my art but having something that is consistent that you can come back to when you're struggling mm-hmm. um, it can it, it's almost the idea of repetition and, and routine but I think especially if you're going through a pretty down time having a routine having having something that you can rely on that you don't have to think about is 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 really important yeah it um, must be I, I think that's a huge point huge point yeah and especially uh, i <laughs> so <laughs> i i wrote a list of like green light moments in my life let's get for it <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I need to go through and it, so use it as an example. Yeah. But, like, I could only think of like, well, green light and red light moments. And I could yeah. only think of one red light, which was lying about coming first in the Barney run when I was in year three. <laughs> and, and I just remember it being like the worst week of my life. <laughs> like, it was just no, no that's, that's an over exaggeration but it, it was it was horrible and i yeah, guilt just guilt and like yeah i'd never do it again so, <laughs> but it, like it, it's such a poor like very almost me problem <laughs> which probably quite a few people can't really relate to but that's so funny that that's like I don't know. It's just the only thing that I could think of when it being like, oh, what's what's been a pretty horrible moment where I've learned from it and not done it again. Yeah, um, that's it's not really related to your point of being like, <laughs> what's like a dark moment. But how yeah. did you how did you get out of that red light? I, that didn't. I just like <laughs> still in it. Wow, <laughs> it all spilled out eventually, and it backfired horribly but you know never do it again so um but having i think the 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 word like just just having like bad moments and things like that again it's it's relying on your routine relying on things that you don't have to think about and 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 things like that is yeah very important interesting that so, yeah. Oh, is there anything else that you um was interesting that you wanted to touch on that you've we um me and Tom are gonna watch uh, Tommy likes his um he likes watching like Japanese uh, anime, which we started watching the film. I actually love to see it. It's called Akira, isn't it? Oh, it's incredible. Um actually I think yeah, we should all watch it and we'll, I wanna uh, give it a go, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'd just maybe <laughs> discuss it on uh, next week's uh, edition. But um I think I uh, yeah, I think it's a fascinating topic and It'd be interesting to see, like, if if people tap into it, like, how it helps them. Because yeah, it's helped us three, hasn't it? Um, I, I, I think there's there's one more thing that I think I read about. Um, yeah, I don't think I read about. It. I definitely read about it. Um, <laughs> is it was like it was in the it was in the in between of I think you know like what says profession and what you're good at. Yeah, yeah. Like that 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 um that circle and like and then I think it's a bit of passion next to it as well. It's like. 
it was a satisfaction about it's a satisfaction of being okay at something but feeling a bit useless like because you're not the i guess with every passion there's a journey right there's a again i know it's probably relates to a lot of things that we, we've talked about but when you when you want to achieve something there's a journey to, to how to achieve it and again i think naturally you know for us free there's this sport to rely on it but you know for a lot of people there isn't they haven't gone through that that process i guess um you know what what, what, do, you, what do you think around that in terms of like getting better at, getting better at something consistently for it can be it can be a couple of days it can be years it can be like you know if you're kicking it as an example i'm sure it took I remember somebody sitting there of pre-game, like you kicking a line for like a thousand years, freeze um, <laughs> my tits off. Uh, again, that, that that's something that you can relate to anything in life. But it's probably quite a hard thought process for someone who's just not gone through the experience. I I think it's massive that you do, you enjoy the journey. Yeah. So another little like Gem is like if you don't if you don't enjoy getting somewhere that is a part of life surely yeah learning things failing enjoy yeah uh overcoming those failures it's and if you if you can't get your head around that then I think you've got a long way to go I think as soon as you realize like life is going to be full of the experience all the way through so you don't enjoy like I I'm, I love traveling and I've really enjoyed traveling to new places. And I think you don't enjoy, like, this is a sort of a bit of an a, a analogy, but you don't enjoy the aeroplane journey. If you don't enjoy like the car journey, getting there and you don't relish that excitement of going to that place or the stuff you look forward to, it's about staying in the moment. You've got, you've got, to, yeah. you've got to be at every stage along. You've got to take those, those little those little pockets and and fuel the to, to, to make sure you, you see the bigger picture i think that's massive man massive i um one of the things that i will think about when you say that is like say if you're in you know you're in the gym and you're just starting off and you see these guys like similar age to you like lifting like cleaning like 140 kilos and you're there with like 40 kilos on your bar yeah like comparison can be good but oh what's the quote uh, comparison is the thief of joy so you know it, it sort of says what it says in the tin but you know not not comparing yeah. yourself to, to to others and like enjoying what you're doing then you know it's it's yeah that's pretty key as well yeah, I completely agree with that. I think just that that journey piece is so so important, isn't it? Mm. There's just no point doing it. It's like it's like I guess probably the way I live now is if you don't enjoy it, if not even not enjoy it, if you don't love doing something, just don't do it. Like right. just there's there's so many things in the world to do. Just do something that you actually want to do. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's I I've personally spent a lot of time time wasting on like stupid stupid things that well I don't even care about and I don't even think twice about. Um, yeah. Sweet. I think uh, Sound ease. I think run up. Knowledge, mate. Just knowledge bombs left, right, and centre. Mate, just, just get in. Get um in. dig in. Mate, I've I've written down like what we've gone through 
like what we've spoken about today, transferable skills, mindset towards stuff away from sport, balance to your career, prospering through scrub struggle, wabi sabi, balance for life, how do you achieve it, having releases away, enjoying the journey, comparison is the feet of joy. Mate, that's I think I think perfect those things key to life. <laughs> and I know we're not we're kind of, you know, we want potentially, yeah, put this out there and people to listen to this, but it's for us and for us to talk about it helps us. Um yeah, exactly. I think that's the key thing. I think if anyone anyone finds any value out of it, great. Right. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've but it's just such a great concept. Like just just one little one little thing and you, and you get so much out of it. It's uh it's, it's interesting more of anything than to, to how it like manifests. Yeah. Sweet. Well unfortunately that's all the knowledge I have, so the next episodes <laughs> are gonna be pretty poor. <laughs> Are we talking about CrossFit? (laughs) (laughs) Three hour episode, Tom's journey. (laughs) It's the beauty of it that we can. (laughs) Sweet ass. Nice boys. Um, Well, it was fun seeing your face on Sunday, as as I'm excited to see it for the next. uh, Yeah. Well, foreseeable. You got any more plans today, Agni? I was was debating a a little run. Um, But, mate, honestly, recently I've started to get. it's stemmed on Valentine's Day, and I'm going to run here, but I need to get this out. I need to get this out of the open. Right. So, I was I was running right, and there's li- you know there's little there's little paths. It's not it's not a big road. There's little paths, and I'm all about Valentine's Day walks and and just general couple walks. I think good to yeah. get out, good to good to see the good to see the world, whatever. But like, just move out of the way. Like, <laughs> if someone's running towards you, get out of the way. And it's like this. This is always it's like this new craze to show masculinity of standing in the way, and it's just really starting to to grind on me. So <laughs> that well, that's for two pens on why I'm uh, debating whether to run or not. But mate, that's that's got me. That's that's got me. That's got me hard to <laughs> to accept. What you about you boys? What you get up to? Uh, we'll see, mate. Not really. You still cooking? No, Sam. Sam cooked last night. I cooked the night before. I'm getting some recipes in the basket of me. Yeah. yeah. What's uh, what's your go to now? Where, uh, what did you say you go to would be on date night? It was spag bol and <laughs> a protein shake. What? what? <laughs> yeah, we could, you could spag bol. I did cook spag bol the other day. Um, what else? Mate, basics, I, like you said. I made bal buns, mate. That's. I know. I should sound to say that. Yeah. Much more complicated cooking than that. I'm, I'm excited, mate. I mean, I've 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 pretty much lived with you for for a long time. And you've never cooked for me, so I don't know what these guys have got in your head, but yeah. <laughs> doing something right. Step my game up when I get back. <laughs> Quality. 